What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the podcast, America is Blue. A very exciting uh, match day five and six uh, review show for you today. Happy Thanksgiving holiday back to uh, everybody in the United States. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed their uh, time with their family and their friends. Enjoying a little Thursday full of uh, u- universal football, American football, and all those other things that uh, make Thanksgiving Day great. But uh, in case you hadn't tuned in, there, there was a lot of action, uh, several Blues players uh, out and about. But uh, per usual, Jay, let's get your first word on uh, the matches that you saw over the past couple days. Yeah, I feel like yesterday, beside the Portugal-Ghana game, it was a little bit of a snoozer. Um, you know, the Switzerland-Cameroon game, there wasn't a lot to see there. Uruguay, South Korea, nil-nil. Yesterday, I thought was a little bit drab. The, today, I thought we had some really exciting good games. So, again, man, another couple of days of the World Cup. Dude, you, you just you can't beat this event. We, we, we say it every time we're on here. It's just this gives me such an excuse to be able to ignore my family and any other important responsibilities and just be able to enjoy myself watching fans from around the world go absolutely crazy for their countries. This is just it's such an awesome. Event. No, it's so uh, like everybody goes bonkers. It's amazing. It's amazing to see just the outpouring of of support that all the, the countries get. All the fans, you know, waving their flags and just going absolutely crazy. It is amazing to see. We absolutely love it. So diving in then, you know, you you said it first. Uh, the Swiss did come away with a, a 1-0 victory uh, over over Cameroon. Uh, unfortunately, Dennis Securia did not get even any any time on the pitch. So we, we, we did not see him out there, uh, the number six for, for Switzerland. And uh, we did have our, our captain oftentimes. Uh, Tiago Silva captaining uh, the Selecao, the Brazilians, to a two-nil defeat over Serbia. Did you uh, check that game out at all? Couple of couple of the losses there. I did. Yeah, I mean Serbia didn't even play football. They were doing like MMA. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I don't think they decided to actually play the game. They just they're like, all right, we're just gonna just chop these guys' legs down. Unfortunately, I know I don't think either one of us is an enormous fan of, of Neymar, but I don't want to see the guy hurt in a. No. In a event like this his ankle did not look great um but yeah it, it was it was one team trying to play a beautiful brand of football and another team trying to turn it into a wrestling match but yeah i, I think the conclusion there you know everybody kind of knew what was going to come out of that one and it did i mean and a guy who i am definitely not a fan of i don't like richarlson i've never liked him uh but he came out with one boy is that one for the for the books because that was a golazo on top of a golazo. Like the the take, the spin, the scissor kick. I mean, that was an unbelievably taken goal. Uh, definitely, I think, going to be a competitor for goal in the tournament. So uh, good on him. 2-0 to, uh, to the Brazilians. And then if you did not wake up in time this morning, I was not awake. But I did see that Iran got two past Wales in a huge result in Group B. It was unbelievable. Dude, what, I, I did watch the game, and Wales was garbage. They were absolute garbage today. So they basically, I think their their tournament was over after they came back and got that point off of us because they barely showed up today. Iran controlled the entire pace of the game. They had the majority of the possession. Wales just literally, they were a little bit better in the first half, and then Iran just put it on them and then obviously scored the two goals. 
Uh, a huge result for Iran. It obviously we'll, we'll get to our boys, but it sets up an enormous game come next Tuesday with us. Um, you know, Iran. I think we we tend to not give a lot of credit to teams that we're very unfamiliar with and teams that are playing out of the Middle East. We just we have no exposure to them. Iran is a well organized, good team, and in their first game against England, you could see that there was strife. The game again today, there was issues with protesters and supporters and all kinds of just stuff going on that has nothing to do with the sport that we love. Uh, And it looked like Iran did not really want to be there against England. Against Wales, they showed up. So this is a threatening team. This is a team that we have to be very concerned with. And even after a really nice result today, we just we can't rest on our laurels against them. Oh, I mean, definitely not. And they are a well-organized team. And to your point, we, we do sometimes discredit the teams that we, we don't have a lot of familiarity with. But the bottom line is they had to qualify just like everybody else. So they're, yep. they're going to be a, a solid side. I just like the fact that we get to continue to control our own destiny. That's all you could ever ask for in these types of situations. You know that if you, you, know, if you go out, you get a, a result. If you win the game, you, you advance. No questions asked. So just being able to go out there and have the possibility to take the game by the scruff of the neck and get a result that that we need uh, is is all you could ever ask for. So uh, speaking of which, leading into that then, I don't know if you knew of this, but there was a game on a little bit earlier today at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time involving a couple of teams that you may have heard of and a couple of players that you might be familiar with. The United States of America led by Christian Pulisic, and uh, going up against an England squad led by uh, Raheem Sterling and Mason Mount uh, from our beloved Blues across the water. No friendships today. And I have to say, I'm actually really proud of the effort that we put out there. I can definitely hold my head high and uh, not feel as though I was cheated in any sort of way. But... uh, I'll give you the you know the the first real deep dive, but I want to say I'm I'm proud of the boys and they they did right by us today. They really showed up. Yeah, we should all be proud. Um, this just embodied like the American sporting spirit, right? Like this underdog coming into something. Uh, we showed a tremendous amount of heart, and this was a really gutsy performance against what is a superior opponent. I mean, the gulf in talent between who we were throwing out there versus. Not only who they had out there, I mean, they could have put their bench out there and there still would be just, I mean, massive difference as far as the talent on on the pitch. Uh, Neither one of us thought that we would come out of this game with a result. And the strange thing is if you told me that we were going to walk away with a nil-nil draw, I would have been ecstatic before the game. And oddly, I am disappointed because I thought we had them. I thought we had them. And I, I, you know, we created more chances. We'll get into it more of a deep dive, but just I love the way that we played with the pro. We followed the flow of the game. We took their hits. We responded in tow. I think we sensed when we had the opportunity to press forward and become more aggressive. We did that. We grew in confidence over the game. Uh, this was a tremendous, tremendous performance. So super proud of the boys. Yeah, I mean, awesome. So. Getting, getting right into it then. We were both right in the sense that Haji Wright got the start. I think he definitely deserved it. He was the right man for the job, the guy with the size. 
Uh, he's got the continuity with uh, Tristan and uh, Weston McKinney, especially coming up through the, the USA International Youth System. You know, that goes a long way. Plus, they really wanted him out there. So it was, was great to see a, a different guy up top. Still no Gio Reyna. Uh, I, I think they, they ran out way, obviously, because of the goal. How can you, how can you deny him after that? Uh, we'll, we'll get into to Gio a little bit later. But right from the get-go, we did not look intimidated. We settled right into the game. I love the way that we defended. We looked organized. We looked composed. We looked ready. It looked like we had a plan. We played the game differently. It was so refreshing to see us look like a real grown-up squad. And uh, hat tip to Greg Berthalter for putting it together and really putting out a nice product. On the other side of that, I think Gareth Southgate isn't deep shit. He's gonna my he, boy. He is going to be getting roasted. He is going to be in the oven for a long time. There is going to be continued division and opposition to Gareth Southgate because boy is he drab. But that's not our problem because England is going to have to deal with the repercussions now of not being able to put away the United States. That's all they're going to be talking about is the gulf and talent that you just mentioned, the billion-plus uh, price tag in terms of player values, which they love talking about, and nobody loves patting themselves on the back more for nothing than the English on the international <laughs> So God bless us. Hat tip to the boys. America is blue. Yeah, let's go into Gareth Southgate first. I feel, I, I'm feeling a little punchy. You got me all fired up. Um, dude, again, just, I, I think they, they started off the game on the front foot. They controlled a lot of the possession over the first 15 minutes, and we did a great job, again, of staying tight, absorbing the pressure, and then we built on that as the game went on. I felt as the game went on, they went into more of a defensive posture. I couldn't believe Which it. is insane to I me. I couldn't believe Which it. is insane to me. I also... When you were starting to see that they were struggling, I mean, they had they had a little bit of a flurry in the second half, but, you know, I think maybe about midway through the second half. And toward the end of the game, things got a little tiny bit dicey for us. But with the guys you have on that bench, or if it wasn't working out with some of the dudes that you had on the field, and I have no problem with you starting who you started after, you know, that was the same lineup that they started last game against Iran. So no problem with that. How do you not get Phil Foden out there? And why do you run? To, can we talk about Grant Jack Grealish for a oh, second? I hate him. How do you pay? How do you so pay hundred? How do you pay a hundred million for a guy? The only thing that he's capable of is drawing fouls. It's like if you're like Eden Hazard and you're going to just be dancing all over people and make them foul you because they're just scared to death of how silly you're going to make them look. I get that. Jack Grealish doesn't do any of that. All the guy does is fall on the fucking ground, fix his hair. That's it. A hundred million for that guy. So anyway. I don't know why they didn't come after us more. Um, you know, the threats that we did create, I don't think that had anything to do with England overextending themselves. So I have no idea why they took their foot off the pedal. And yeah, I mean, it's, this is classic Garrett Southgate. This is why I don't have a lot of confidence in an England team winning the World Cup. They just, they don't have the killer instinct. Yeah. He- and I don't think he has a feel for what's going on in the game to make the appropriate adjustments, whether it's tactically with regards to personnel. Uh, so that's him. W- with respects to us, um, 
our game plan was so good. And we spoke a lot about this in our preview. We, we needed to gain, gain a foothold in this game. The narrative was the narrative coming in. Obviously, these guys came out there and didn't believe in the narrative. But we needed to be able to absorb what they were going to throw at us early and start putting some question marks into their heads. And that's exactly what we did. And then we started to show our athleticism and we started to push the ball up. And all of a sudden, this became a 50-50 matchup. So I think we had the right game plan to start off a tiny bit more conservative and then not bunker in and, and park the bus, but be conservative and be tight in the midfield, be tight in the back, neutralize their threats. But when the opportunity was there, flood and go. I, so I couldn't believe I thought we had the exact right I game couldn't plan. believe the defensive pressure that we were getting and maintaining throughout. We really did actually boss the midfield. I think they technically had more possession overall, but that was just because they were passing the ball back in between the fullbacks, which I clearly had no problem with because you can't do anything from there. They they did not yeah. threaten us. And to your point, they didn't change the personnel, they didn't really change tactics. They just stayed with the same stodgy old stuff. Gareth Southgate looks like he's got a big gigantic dump in his pants. He's just like in there trying to figure out what to do. And he clearly doesn't have any emotion. He's not a guy that, that sparks that, uh, you know, compassion or, or passion within the, within the players, within his guys. And you could see that they didn't have the self-belief. And when we started the game, the first thing I'm always looking at is like, please, minutes, just start melting away. Please get five minutes in. Please get eight minutes in because we are so notorious for conceding the early goal. And I just knew that if, if you know, if we can get through the first 10 or 12 and also not feel like they're pinging shots across the bow and they're rattling the cage and they're doing all this. If we can just get through the first 10, 12 minutes and, you know, get our feet beneath us, we can settle in. And we not only did that, we really looked more threatening. We looked more dangerous. We looked more alert and keen to the moment. I felt like we played with way more urgency and we really, really wanted it. And it showed. It was awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also, I mean, the energy was there. Like these guys were feeling it. I think they knew after seeing what Iran did earlier in the day, I think they kind of knew that we needed to get something out of this. We needed to at least show whether it was just the quality of the performance going up against superior opposition. They needed to build upon what they did in the first half in Scotland and get over the disappointment of what happened toward the end of that game and to change your mindset from that disappointment to going up against England and throwing it out there the way that they did. And again, dude, this was not one of these ugly, it just, wasn't, you know, foul, foul the hell out of them try to chop down these guys, pack in every guy in the box. No, we played a beautiful brand of free-flowing ball. Uh, dude, we're such a young team. We're so young. You look forward with the way that these guys can grow together over time. By, by the time four years rolls oh, around man. and we're back for the next World Cup, we still have to figure out what we are able to do up front to score because if we can't score, we're never going to go anywhere. But – there's a lot of really, really key pieces that are in place. And if these guys can just continue to develop, continue to start getting Americans out to the bigger clubs in the world, playing up against top-notch competition, it looks like we're at the beginning of something where we can become, you know, maybe not, you know, we're not going to be favorites, but a formidable opponent. I mean, it starts with dominating CONCACAF, but that's a whole podcast that we could get into, you know, just talking about yeah. that. But to your point, 
I mean, they these guys showed up, and it shows the youth that we have in the system, the continuity that they can continue to grow, and also hopefully the seeds that they're continuing continuing to plant. These guys, now that they showed up against England, you're like, wow, man, these guys showed up against all these guys that I see in the Premier League. They showed up against Harry Kane. They showed up against Mason Mount. They showed up against Harry Maguire. They showed up against all these big dogs. So maybe I can show up too. And hopefully it's going to put more kids into the program. More kids will want to start to participate in this. And the United States will be the beneficiaries of a better product because of the product that we're putting out right now. And it's a, it's definitely a, a testament to the guys who are on the team right now. And they deserve all the praise uh, for, for putting a really good product out. And uh, even though they couldn't finish the job in the sense that we did not win the game, they saw it out in the sense that they kept a clean sheet. And uh, keeping a clean sheet against England in the World Cup is, is, is quite an accomplishment. We've never played to a nil-nil draw before. That was a, a stat that I saw. Yeah. And uh, we had the most matches participated in the tournament without, you know, having a nil-nil. So, well, I got that one in the books now. But we really do. I, like, I like the pick of, of Haji Red, and like you mentioned, we, we both pre- we both predicted that or both wanted that. And I, I, he didn't do very much as far as a striker is concerned, but he did all the stuff that's not going to show up on a on a stat or a score sheet by occupying the center defenders. I think that that. That's what opened up the things that we saw where we did have those great opportunities for Pulisic, for, for McKinney, uh, for Reen being able to do some things up on the wing. Um, so he did what he needed to do, which was to be a big guy in the middle to concern their center backs. That said, I think in order for us to take our game to the next level, Pulisic's been playing, you know, he is Captain America, right? He's a different man when he's playing for the red, white, and blue than he's playing for for, for clubs. Um, and he's dangerous. But I don't know if he's going to be the consistent scoring threat without people who can help him and work with him. And we just don't have that guy up top. There's no one on our it's not, it's not whether it's Haji, right? It's not whether it's Sergeant. It doesn't matter who it is that you're going to put up there. There's not somebody who has the skill level to be able to work with the things around him to be able to manufacture more scoring and more scoring opportunities. So that's something that's going to, you know, that we'll have to focus on. But the reality is you can't just build a striker, right? Like some of this stuff is just organic as far as how talent flows through your country and through your system. But, you know, again, if there's an area of improvement for us to start to really make some noise, that's certainly it. Cause I thought we looked amazing pretty much everywhere else. In the I mean, him rattling the bar, that shot was incredible. It was, it was so, so out of nothing. I mean, yeah, out of nothing, um, you know, really does show what, what he's capable of doing and that he is capable of scoring from uh long range. And he's got a, he's got a, he's got a quick snapshot on him. Uh, hopefully one of those gets underneath the bar because, you know, I did notice they kept saying, you know, Pulisic still searching for that first, World Cup goal. It's his second you know, game in the World Cup. It's not. It's not like he's. <laughs> you know, it, it, they they make it sound like it's his tenth. You know, and or, or something like that. But uh, I think I think there's a goal in his future, and hopefully he's uh, able to to find the back of the net uh, against Iran. Um, but you know, continuing to to move on, on to the game, I also want to continue to just reinforce. I think how well this MMA trio in the midfield looks. They look like grown men, and they are very, very young. Eunice Musa looked amazing. You know, one a couple of things that, that he did today that we never used to do 
We never used to intentionally come get the ball in the midfield, take a couple of touches, shield your body, use your body, keep possession, and then just recycle the ball to the fullback and get things moving again. We always lost that ball in the middle of the pitch. Or we played some stupid pass or, or we had a bad heavy touch or something like that. We were actually able to continue to control the rhythm and not only just counterpunch, but we were turning the screw on them there for a little while. And to both of us, again, Pulisic was dumping in excellent crosses this time. The service was excellent. We couldn't find a head. And, uh, you know, he was he was putting in some screamers. It definitely wasn't on him from the corners today. He was really providing the service. We just didn't give him any attacking uh, personnel uh, in the sixth you know, yard box when it mattered most. If I'm, if I'm going to hit our team in one area, it, it, the corners were terrible. And it wasn't the delivery. You're right. Dupulsic was a different man today. He was popping him in exactly where he needed to. Whatever the hell we're doing and calling, with the exception of, I believe it was in the second half, when Harry Maguire nipped that one away and uh, Zimmerman, he was screaming toward the net. That was the only play that I saw us run where we had a little bit of a natural pick on John Stones and we were freeing up somebody to go exactly where the ball was going. The first two or three corners of the game, dude, there, there was no one there. There was no one there. I don't even know if, they, if Pulisic knew what play was being called, if the other guys knew where the ball was being delivered, but it looked like there was something seriously disjointed there. The, the deliveries in were all great. He beat the first guy, hallelujah, and dude, he was just hitting winders in there, but that that needs to get tidied up a little bit because we're giving up. Dude, we had like 10 corners. Yeah, I know, and Harry Maguire's block head was fucking heading them all out. I don't like him either. But, uh, yeah. It, yeah, shout out to Pooley. He played a tremendous game. He really, he really yeah. did. He was he, great. He really did do a great job. Um, but also absolutely can't just breeze past Weston McKinney, who uh, put in another shift. Man, he looked silky. He looked very dangerous. He looked really athletic. Uh, he started to feel himself, you know, when, when he started getting going, uh, rightfully so. He was playing some excellent defense as well. He had a lot of continuity in the midfield with uh, Tyler Adams and Eunice Musa. The interchange, those guys looked really seamless out there. He definitely put in a shift. He's been, you know, playing more minutes than I probably initially thought. But uh, shout out to number eight. He's been amazing as well. Absolutely got to give it to him. Yeah, the whole midfield, the midfield was such a huge component of this game as far as what the outcome was. I thought, you know, Musa for such a young guy, man, he's he's fearless and he's aggressive. And he's you can see that he's got the skill set. And it's just you just think about where man, where's this guy gonna be in five or six years? Like what what what, what he has unlimited potential as far as what he can turn into as a midfielder. So he's exciting. McKinney looked a lot sharper today. You could see his fitness was better today. He didn't burn out. Uh, obviously, I think we're trying to manage his minutes a little Definitely. bit, and we were trying to change things up in the second half. Dude, I'm falling in love with Tyler Adams. Oh. I'm falling in love with the guy. He's just, he's a field general. He's always there when you need him. He's exactly where he needs to be when you need him. If there's the slightest opening, right, they, they finally break us down. Tyler Adams is there. He's got an endless motor and he's effective. He's not just running around in circles. Like the guy is, he's got a purpose with what he's doing with his movement. 
I do. I love this guy. So I, I want, I want so much more of that as again, as a, as a central defensive midfielder that also provides you with flow moving forward. This guy brings everything. All props to the entire midfield. I thought they were amazing. Too. Yes. They neutralize the entire attack. Shouts out to Wappinger Spalls, New York, uh, Tyler Adams. Uh, definitely the captain of the team and uh, deservedly so. That guy has been amazing. Uh, nothing short of that. Given any and all things necessary to the squad, uh, he's the embodiment of that uh, you know, American sporting spirit as well. So, you know, again, hat tip to him, to the rest of the boys on the squad. Amazing shift today. Um, the other thing I, I, I wanted to say, too, is I, I do want to reinforce, I'm really, really happy with the plan. It, it seemed like there was actually a plan. And uh, Greg, Greg Burkhalter, again, I think deserves a, a lot of credit for that uh, because we, we dogged this guy a lot. Um, but th- this time he, he, he had uh, his cards ready and uh, he, he played a really, really good hand. And uh, I think he definitely outcoached Gareth today. So, I think I think you and I could have done that. Yeah, it, it's so hard. I'm trying. I was trying to be critical of us today. Obviously, listen. Like you can point to the finishing. You know, it would have been great if we nailed. But but the, they, they weren't like clear cut opportunities where guys were just you know, missing goal. McKinney probably could have done a little bit better, but that was a hard ball coming in off the half volley. Again, Pulisic. Created that Completely opportunity out of, out of nothing off of two guys, so it's not like he just duffed one. Um, we kept on. You know, if I am going to be nitpicky, and I will, for Walker Zimmerman, I thought defensively, I thought he was very good again today. Whatever we were trying to do with him hitting diagonal balls to release us and to get us back on counter punching, that needs to stop. He did not look great. That on the needs ball. to stop. He did not look great in the ball. I, listen, I, I don't see the guy enough. I don't watch MLS. Um, I don't know if this is something that's in his toolbox, and maybe he was just a little bit off today. But every time they were trying to Im- deploy this, and they were trying to get somebody screaming down, and typically he was in some form of transition, and get him to hit something. I mean, it wasn't even close. And we were just giving possession back to England, and then they were coming back at us. So that's one thing I think tactically, unless he was just having an off day, we may want to make some adjustments to. But I understand what we were going in with. I just wish we would have kind of scrapped it after the first half when it failed so many times, was that if England was going to be pressing up on us, and obviously we have to be careful about what they are bringing, we know that their defensive line, they can be a little bit leaky. There are guys who you can get past there. If we were looking to hit them and get them on their heels, I think that's probably an effective way to do it strategically. I'm not sure if he's the guy that needs to deliver it. Um, what do you think about the, the back line? Of uh, of USMT in general. I mean, I, I gotta say, Dest a couple of times he he drove me crazy, but he he did uh, find some space. He was a guy that was definitely broke the lines a couple of times. Uh, I can't say enough about Jedi Robinson. He did mishandle uh, you know one or two balls in a couple of tough situations, but that's another guy with an endless motor. Um, we've been missing a, a true left back in our program for a really long time. Uh, we had Steve Chirundolo there for a while, but, uh, you know, Jedi Robinson is more of a, a modern, uh, you know, left winger, uh, fullback. He's definitely a guy who marauds uh, down the down the field. He's a big, strong kid. Um, I, I really like what, what he brings in terms of his uh, heart and hustle. Um, he's been he's been really great, too. And, and it's hard to 
really dissect his game today. Think we held England off the score sheet. What else do you want to say yep. about the guys? Uh, Matt Turner came up big when his his number was called. I mean, Mason Mount didn't do a goddamn thing. No. Other, no. other, he was invisible. Other, other than that, you know, strike right at the uh, end of the end of the first half, and and Turner uh, parried it away. Mason Mount was non-existent. What did Raheem Sterling do? Absolutely nothing. Jack Grealish, when he comes on, he does the uh, high Jack Grealish. Oh, um, I fell over. Um, oh, I fell over again. That's what he, he does. His Austin Powers. Oh, I fell over. Um, but yeah, I mean, where was Jude Bellingham? Jude Belling who? He, he, they, their first neutralized. Their, their first substitution was Jude Bellingham off on for Jordan Pickford, or, or excuse me, yeah, Jordan yeah. Anderson. Sorry. Um, sure, sign me up for that. No problem. Yeah, I'll take him. I actually thought that that was smart because we were working them. I thought that we needed to. They were like, all right, we can't control their midfield and we can't get anything going. I actually didn't. I thought that that was one of the smarter moves that Gareth Southgate made. Um, they, they needed to stabilize somewhere because we were working them. Um, you know, there was no one on their team. Dude, Harry Kane didn't have a moment, but Kyle Saka maybe had like one or two little, just glimmers of something create nothing. Dude, they, they couldn't do anything. So yeah, besides the one opportunity for Mason Mount at the end of the first half, there was a couple of opportunities toward the end of the game that they created, but none of their star players did anything to strike fear in our back line. And they do between the midfield and the back line, they were just neutralized. Mm-hmm. And I do want to go back, you know, Anthony Robinson. I thought he played out of his mind. Today. And it was this mix of like, again, it was, it was similar to Tyler Adams. It was like, whenever it seemed like there was again, that small opening for, for, for England to get something going, dude, he was there. He was just there. He's got unbelievable pace. I love the fact that, again, we needed to break through their midfield, that we needed to scare them. What better way to do that than to run about 100 miles an hour right up the yeah. sideline, right at him? And he kept on doing it. And I know the announcer was like, all right, we, all right I like what he's doing, but we got to be careful because we're leaving a gap behind him. It didn't matter because mm-hmm. the guy backtracked every time before the threat e- even uh, materialized. So I thought he had an awesome game. I mean, yeah, the, the industry, everybody played – up to this, up to the situation, up to the challenge. They did. They really rose to the moment. Uh, again, I know it, it's funny we're gushing over a nil-nil draw, but it really was uh, an excellent performance. And keeping England again off the score sheet is just—it's uh, awesome to see. So, uh, I do want to get into the man of the match, which is uh, as always brought to you by All Out Fitness. And at All Out Fitness, they're empowering individuals to be their best selves. Jay, who was the best version of themselves for the United States of America today? Who was the best? Hey, Richard, I wanted to give it to Christian. I did, because I thought he put in a man's performance out there. Uh, but if you don't score, it's kind of hard to give it to attacking player, mm-hmm. right? But, but it, 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 it could easily go his way, and it would be well-deserved. I'm giving it to Anthony Robinson. I'm giving it to him. I just... Dude, the threats for England, obviously you have Harry Kane, but the threats for England are what he can do with his hold-up play and how he can distribute that to the wingers, whether it's Raheem Sterling or Bakayo Saka. And you're talking about two guys with tremendous pace and tremendous skill. And I just thought that that guy, the way that he was able 
to be an attacking threat. And then also, again, just 180 degree and sprint back and get back in position and just neutralize these guys. I was super impressed with him today. So I'm giving it the Jedi. I mean, that is well-deserved, man. I absolutely cannot argue with that. Uh, I am actually, well, for the record, I just want to say that Christian actually did win the Budweiser player of the match, the official FIFA award uh, for the first performance today. Mine is going again to Tyler Adams. I just, yeah. I, I think he deserves it again. Uh, I think a couple of the plays that he made track and back, um, you know, just the organization, the confidence, the flat out captain of this squad, uh, nothing else to say other than another workman like performance and absolute shift wearing the armband. Um, we're, we're, we're lost without that kid in the middle. We're going to see a lot more of them uh, as we look towards to uh, Tuesday against Iran, man. Huge game. When and we're in, we completely control our own destiny. And uh, yep. there's nothing else that you could ask for uh, after drawing whales. Uh, we knew that we were going to be in for a dogfight. Now we have an opportunity. Absolutely. What I will say is, and I know we'll get into it in the preview, I think we need Giorena out there. Right, we both wanted him in for this one. I thought when he got, I think he only got like 15 minutes in this one at the end of the game. You can just see it. You can see the things that he was trying to do with like little slip passes through defenders. These are things that a lot of the other guys that we have, it's not part of their toolbox. And I think that, listen, again, we're not going through unless we score. Another draw does not do anything nope. for us. So we got to get in there. We have to score. We still have to do everything that we're doing in the midfield. Um, I really, really hope. And if we don't start Gio Reyna, I want him in shortly thereafter halftime. Yep. Because we're going to need him. That's it. That's the, that's the one. So, But huge, huge day for the boys. An enormous win against a legendary, huge national team. Uh, these guys all have a lot to be proud of. 100%, man. All right. Well, uh, that's it for uh, for tonight. We will definitely be back uh, for the preview episode of uh, Iran. We'll be back with you guys uh, on Monday. Until then, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy the rest of the games, and we'll talk to you guys soon. America is blue.